Welcome to Ranch Raves Questions and Quotes, a podcast where I get to bitch, complain, basically my take on over 50 years on this planet. As always, I am not a licensed clinician, doctor, therapist, lawyer, or Indian chief. I'm just a guy that has certain views, certain opinions, certain thoughts on how things are, how things ought to be, how things used to be, and my life experiences. So I invite you, as always, to sit back, relax, grab a snack, join us for a little fun. Maybe you'll think I'm crazy. Maybe you'll think I'm right on the money. Either way, I always, as always, I look forward to hearing from you. You can reach me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or via my blog at my rrqq.wordpress.com and uh, welcome to the show Yes, it has. Well, actually, it's uh, been two days since the anniversary now, and I can just about hear the thoughts of my listeners going, what the hell is this man talking about? Anniversary. He hasn't been on the podcast for a year yet, and uh, so he must be crazy. His cheese must have slipped off his cracker or something, because anniversary of what? Well, I'm going to let Mr. Ben Shapiro explain. All righty, so. It has now been three years, the anniversary was yesterday, of 15 days to slow the spread. Isn't that exciting? You remember that happened March 15th, 2020, 15 days to slow the spread, one of the signal moments in American history. Now, it's understandable at the time. I don't want to do this routine where 2020 is hindsight. At the time, people didn't know that much about the virus. You know, it was arguable as to to what exactly should be done. But the broad smiles on the faces of the people who are about to implement 15 days to slow the spread, which actually meant three years to slow the spread, trillions of dollars blown into the economy, an inflationary spiral, a shutdown on hundreds of thousands of small businesses, the destruction of children's lives for two years. The smiles on their faces ushering this thing in are creepy in retrospect. Let's just say that because this was the beginning, right? This did not turn out the way they said it would turn out. It wasn't, in fact, a concerted strategy. It was not, in fact, a way of gaining control over the virus because it didn't do that. It was an element of one ultra-crepidarian side of society, the expert class, deciding for the rest of us what life was going to be like. Here is the clip for those who don't remember that terrible day, March 15th, 2020. He was my mentor, so I'm going to have to let him speak. It's Deborah Burke. The there. small print here, it's really small print. In states with evidence of community transmission... Bars, restaurants, food courts, gyms, and other indoor and outdoor venues where groups of people congregate should be closed. And look how happy he is. Look at look how pleased they are with themselves. They are so pleased with themselves. Now, of course, the, the big problem here is that President Trump had the right instincts, which was don't shut everything down, but he was essentially encouraged to defer to the quote-unquote expert class. And the expert class blew it. They blew it for three long years. They are still blowing it. Dr. Anthony Fauci, 
who just will not leave. I mean, I thought he was going to leave already, but apparently he is still here. Uh, he is out there still saying, we need more booster shots. Booster shots are the only way out. More and more and more booster shots. Again, where is the evidence that this is the case? I would love to see what evidence he's actually citing that booster shots are going to be the way out of, out of anyone getting COVID ever again, considering that it has not stopped transmission in any serious way. And let me just ask you, I know it's radical, but let me ask a doctor a medical question. Thank How you. are we doing uh, in, in the COVID battle right now? We can do better than we're doing. We've got to get that death rate, which Always. is around 400 or so, sometimes as high as 500, sometimes down to 300 per day. We've really got to do better than that. I mean, if you look at the relative percentage of people who have are updated on their boosters, we have less than 20 percent of the eligible people have received that updated BA4-5 boost. So we've got to do better mm. than that, even though we're doing much better than we were. Shots and shots and shots and shots. It's the only way out. 80% of your body mass must be made up of the vaccine, despite the fact that, again, the data tends to show that natural immunity is just as durable, if not more durable, than the actual vaccines themselves, particularly when it comes to Omicron, which is not nearly as deadly as the original variant. But the key to, to understanding Anthony Fauci and what the last year, three years have been is this clip. He says, you know what, when we've been giving you data, when we've been out there saying contradictory things, it's not because we're flip-flopping, it's because we're learning. I wish that were true. I wish that were true. I wish that Anthony Fauci, I wish the expert class had been transparent the whole way, but they're not. They're not. They believe in an esoteric, exoteric distinction when it comes to politics. And very famously, there's a philosopher named Leo Strauss who talks about Plato. And what he suggests is that there are people who read Plato and then they sort of just read it at face value, but there's a deeper meaning to it. And the deeper meaning is planted there for the specific elite and everybody else. That's, that's the esoteric. And then the exoteric is what everybody else is able to read. And when it comes to your job as a public servant, providing information to the public, there should not be an esoteric, exoteric distinction. It shouldn't be that the elites get one message and everybody else gets the other. There shouldn't be platonic lies. Anthony Fauci insists there were not platonic lies, but we know for a fact that there were platonic lies. And that is why the elites blow it, and they continue to blow it. Here was Anthony Fauci yesterday. What have you learned uh, three years in about COVID? The big surprise of all, when we expected that it would go up and then go back down and then sort of disappear and go into the background, we wound up having variant after variant and surge after surge right up to what we're having right now, which are sublineages of the Omicron surge, which started well over a year ago. So this has been really a moving target. And that's the reason why we've had a many times change some of the things that we said and recommended. People saying right. that's flip-flopping, but it isn't. It's learning as you go along and making your recommendations according to the new data right. as it evolves. If they had been fully transparent, that would be true, but it is not true. There were no new data suggesting that masks suddenly became effective after Anthony Fauci said they weren't effective after saying that they were effective. There was no new data suggesting that protesting certain causes was okay, but protesting other causes was not okay. There was no new data suggesting that certain types of outdoor activity should be banned, but other types of outdoor activity should not be banned. Like The data were pretty clear in the early days exactly what COVID was and what COVID was not. The data changed when it came to, for example, or they were just lying about the data and falsifying the data with regard to transmissibility after vaccination. But this is, the, this is the key. The experts keep claiming over and over and over that they are able to control all the vicissitudes of life, all of the risks of life. And then they blow it. And then they wonder why people look at them and they say, you experts don't know bleep. We do not trust you anymore. They have blown all institutional trust, which brings us. 
Most definitely they have blown any trust that I will ever have in them again, period. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I mean, when the COVID virus first came out and everybody was in a panic and everything was starting to, you know, people were initially starting to die from it, you know. We were led to believe that we were going to be in a cataclysmic world-ending pandemic. It was going to be reminiscent of Stephen King's The Stand, where in the end there was only going to be a handful of people on the good side and the bad side, those that, you know, had survived. You know, one group of 100 here, one group of 100 here, little little pockets Kind of like The Walking Dead, you know, uh, a handful of people survive to continue on with life and, and hopefully, you know, bring the world back together. That's how it was portrayed. You know, you had to be six feet apart. You had to wear the mask. You had to, you know, you were going to kill your grandmother. You couldn't have a, a funeral if, if a family member caught it and died. You You couldn't gather together to say goodbye. You know, on and on and on and on it went. This from the very individual, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Falsey, that, you know, uh, within days of the of the virus getting out and becoming worldwide, uh, knew that it was, uh, 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 you know, as facts are coming to light knew that it was from a uh, from a, the Virology Institute in Wuhan and not from somebody eating a penguin or a bat or whatever the fuck it was they said they did. Knew because as soon as it came across the emails and all that, there was one doctor that was conveniently left off after he protested and said, no, I believe it came from the, the, from the clinic. Nope, couldn't have that. So they left him out of the equation. They left him out of the out of future conversations. And within days, they came out with that paper that said that, no, this came. This was uh, not biological. This was something uh, from a lab. This was something that had come from somebody eating a bad blah, 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 blah. Now we find out that Dr. Fauci did indeed lie. And, you know, I'm. I know people think this man is a god, but he's not. He lied about this shit. He knew full very well that it was from the lab. He knew full very well that the NIH had funded the gain of research function uh, that was going on. And he was the uh, determining one that signed the waiver that said they did not need a control group to, to oversee what was going on in the labs. So how did he not know again? Can somebody explain that to me? How did he how did he not know that uh, that this came from the lab when he was the one that was authorizing the papers to be presented to the president and of both administrations saying that, hey, this came from the wet market outside the Wuhan uh, province. He knew. He's a lying little scumbag. Truth is coming out. They just had a, a study from a reputable, majorly uh, reputable and, and uh, medically paper done on the inefficiency of masks. The masks still don't work, but yet I just came back in from going out and running some errands. And what did I see? Still people wearing masks, old and young alike. Because 
they're leading by fear. No, there was no transparency. I am sick and tired of the government trying to tell me that I don't have a brain inside my little fucking head. I can figure things out on my own. I can do risk assessments on my own. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to be right in what I decide. That doesn't mean I'm going to be right in the conclusions I, I, I come to. But that does mean that I'm smart enough to sit there and take the facts and go, hmm, this thing is a virus. So we have to cover our mask, our, our face, our nose, our mouth because of, you know, these, these microscopic organisms. But yet we have two fucking eyeballs that are big and wide and wide open that this virus can also get into. <clears throat> so uh, are we going to, you know, be wearing the whole face shield? So it's okay to go to a restaurant and wear a mask inside the restaurant until you're seated. Then once you sit down, you can take the, rest, the mask off to eat. Because COVID doesn't drop below six feet. It's bullshit. So, yeah, it's been three years of this shit. Three years since we were told that people were basically going to start fucking dropping like flies in the middle of the street. And now, and again, I'm not saying there wasn't an issue with COVID. I'm not saying that it was made up. It was real. It was there. There were people that had comorbidities. I among them that had issues that could have been potentially life-threatening if they had caught the virus. And unfortunately, many did. But that was not to be all end all. And now that we've gone through multiple variations of this, I feel personally, again, I am not a doctor. I'm not a clinician. I'm not a virologist. I'm not a PhD in anything. But just observation, science, you know, actual science, not the science that Fauci believes in, but the actual science is, is that this stuff has basically gotten down to with a, uh, Omicron variant. I think we're at now of, of nothing more than a, than a uh, common cold. Now, could that still be potentially dangerous with somebody with certain comor uh, comorbidity factors? Of course it could. And, you know, as he mentioned, there are still, and, and on any given day, 500 to three, 300 to 500 people dying from it. Well, are they actually dying from the COVID now or are they dying of other factors and COVID just happens to be a part of it? I mean, I'm sure if we did the paperwork and we looked it up, there are more people dying in car accidents on, on any given day. But no, because they still want us to live in fear. Three years after the fact, instead of being thankful that, hey, we, we, we made some mistakes along the way, but we figured it out. We admit that we fucked up in this area and that area. And instead of being truly transparent and saying, okay, mistakes were made. We're sorry. We fucked up. We did the best we could with the information we had at the time. Nope. They keep buckling down. They keep their you know finger on the on on the people and say we still know what we're doing and they obviously don't they obviously still don't know what they're doing but the majority of the people don't understand that they don't understand that these guys are fucking morons and they keep following the lies but then there are some of us that do understand 
have been awakened, have been not buying the bullshit since day one. And we're, in, we're the ones that are now persecuted. I mean, the, the people that are dying for the most part still of COVID, if I, if I recall my, uh, my reports that I've read correctly, are the people that have been vaccinated. Now, I'm not saying that the vaccine didn't help some didn't squash some of the of the the COVID-19 uh, virus, but did it wipe it all out entirely? No. Does the cold and uh, flu shot ever wipe it out entirely? No. The thing about the cold and flu shot is, is that every other year, the whole, we never have enough vaccines for the cold or the flu shots for the for the flu. And every year there's a different strain. So this year we might be shooting you up with uh, strain A resistance when it's actually strain C that's hitting the people. Well, what good does that do? But every year, every single solitary flu and uh you know, flu season, there's fucking PDAs on TV. Go get a flu shot. Go get a flu shot. If you're over this age, you definitely got to have a flu shot. Got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. Because they rule or they want to rule on fear. They want the elderly to worry and be afraid that their next breath could be their last. And it may may very well be, but I doubt it's going to be because of COVID or the flu. But that's just my my little five cent opinion. I won't even give it ten cent this time. Um, but anyway, happy anniversary. You know, it, it it's it's funny. I I I think back on the fact that when nine eleven happened, and in the immediate days that followed, it was oh, we're never going to forget. We will always remember. You know, blah 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 blah. And uh, and we've gotten so complacent with that that they don't even, you know, um, it's kind of like a footnote in the history of, of our history now. I wonder where in another 20 years COVID will be. Will we look back on it and will we say, oh, yeah, remember that time, you know, back in the day we were so scared we were all going to die because of this thing and and science took care of us. Or are we just going to laugh our asses off and go, oh, my God, look at how much we fucked up. Or now are we still going to be suffering repercussions from those people that have lived through this time? Our kids got shut. They got school shut down. They went through trauma with wearing the mask in schools and school settings. Their education went down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I could expand on this in, indefinitely. So when these kids that have young kids that have gone through this and have lived through this time, when they get to be my age, where are we going to be? What's the outcome going to be? Are we going to be better for all this shit or worse? I hate to be a pessimist, but I think we're going to be, be worse off than we would have been because Again, they couldn't be straight with us. They couldn't give us the data. And, you know, they wonder why conspiracy theorists are, you know, why there are conspiracy theories. It's because people are not honest and transparent with us. 
And when we see the outcome, when a normal individual makes a decision based on something that another group has done, and we see it come out the way that we thought it would, all credibility in the so-called professionals, the, you know, the educators, the scientists, the government, the ones that are supposed to know what they're doing, but time and time and time and time and time, you know, time again, they show us that they're wrong over and over and over again and show us that they're not the experts. And they wonder why they lose credibility. They wonder why we have more questions than answers. They wonder why we don't believe them. They wonder why we don't give a shit about going to see doctors and getting the shots and getting the vaccines and getting all this shit. Because, you know, (laughs) I hate to say it. Like I always say, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an endocrinologist. I'm not a virologist. I'm not any of these things. But yet I know my own self. I know my own health. I know how I feel. I know how I react to different stimuli. And yeah, it's been three years since we were locked down and told of the, the, the lovely little virus. Well, in three years, I have been essential for Three years. I have not missed a day of work in three years. COVID or no. I have, for the majority, not worn the masks. I did in the early days when it was, you know, mandatory that everybody had to wear them, etc., etc. But for the most part, I haven't worn them. I did, as I have said on other podcasts before, got the initial two shots for the vaccine only because at the time I did have uh, comorbidities, a few, uh, that being uh, I'm a little bit on the overweight side, not much, but a little bit, and uh, I have uh, type 2 diabetes. So I figured, you know, for the safety of my family and for the fact that I also thought that they were going to shut everything down and you would have to show your fucking vaccine card to go in and buy groceries and shit for your family, I figured I might as well go ahead and take one for the team, so to speak. So, But there are others in my family that have not been vaccinated. And guess what? They haven't gotten it either. One member of my family did catch it and has been vaccinated and lived through it. It was barely even a cold for her. And you can say I've been extremely lucky in that regard. You can say God was looking out for me in that regard. You could say, you know, hey, you know, like I said, I was lucky. Or maybe it was the fact that we took the risk of the virus. We did what we thought we would need to do to uh take care of ourselves, be healthy, eat right, exercise, um, you know, of course, wash your hands and all that shit. So maybe it was uh, luck. Maybe it was God. Maybe it was just us looking out for ourselves. But it was not 
the fear factor, you know, controlling thing that, at least in my life, in my my family's perspective, that it wasn't others. And I can't speak for everybody, but it's just ridiculous. They, they can still, they still want to li- have us living in fear of this thing. And at this point, it's basically a common cold now. And unfortunately, because of the lack of transparency, the lack of honesty, the lack of knowledge that they've displayed and the lack of sticking to the to the same old narrative that they've displayed with this one. If God forbid something worse should come along. No one is going to listen. No one is going to do what they say. And it's going to be, you know, the next one could be, uh, you know, a smaller version of the stand. The next one we could be dropping over in the streets. But do you think anybody's going to listen to the administration, to the scientists, to the doctors and after all this? When we find out that we've been lied to over and over and over again by those that are supposed to look out for our well-being. And they knew the facts that they knew and the facts that are coming to light more and more and more every day. They did that. They did this themselves. They did this disservice to the American people and to uh, the people as a whole worldwide. But again, that's just my two cents, my five cents, my 10 cents, whatever the hell. I wish I was getting paid for this because uh, in some cases I'd uh, have a whole pocket full of change. But anyway, I'm just kidding. Uh, Anyway, again, that's my take on it. If you think I'm full of shit, fine. I don't care. But I would like to hear your opinion as always. So please get back with me at mrrants50 at gmail.com or on my blog at myrrqq.wordpress.com. And, uh, you know, we can debate it. Like I said, you know, uh, when I wear my Trump stuff and everybody's shooting me the, all the all the, the daggers out of their eyes because they don't agree. If you don't agree, fine. Come up and say something. Come up and discuss. Or is that, you know, just another crazy uh, idea for us to actually talk about things and uh, have differencing, different opinions and uh, uh, differing points of view? It sounds crazy, but people actually used to talk. So anyway, as always, this is Mr. Rant. I look forward to the next one.